Hi, and welcome to the very first episode of Mother Daughter Book Talk. I'm Alexis. And I'm Christine. And today we will be discussing Instant Karma by Marissa Meyer. Prudence Barnett and Quint Erickson have been lab partners and mortal enemies all year long. After a horrific final project, Prue finds herself having to work with Quint throughout the summer, but the universe intervenes and gives Prue the ability to give anyone instant karma. Anyone except Quint. Okay, now we are going to start discussing the book, so if you haven't read it yet, press pause, read the book, and come back when you're done. This is your official spoiler warning. Okay, so before we get into the book, do you want to tell a little bit about ourselves? Sure, that sounds like a great idea. Okay, you can start it off. Okay, well, I'm Christine. I'm Alexis's mom. And I think this podcast has really stemmed from our overall love of books and our love of discussing books. So it started out with Alexis coming to me with books that she wanted me to read. We're both voracious readers. Would you agree with that, Alexis? I would definitely agree with that. I would disagree with the statement that it came with, or showed with me coming to you. Because even when we were little, you would read like our family books. Like in second grade, you were reading Andrew, me, and like dad the the harry potter series as a family because no. you were always yes. like my audiobook reader yes so i have always had a love of books and i've tried to instill that into uh, my children to to really give them kind of that outlet of escape you know from reality only so. worked with one <laughs> so but the fact is i would always suggest books for but the family, you guys have to read this book. You have to read this book. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that I would go ignored by most of the children <laughs> in our family. I mean, to be fair, you had, you tried to get me to read Jane Eyre in like fourth grade, mom. I would not understand that. You could have handled it. I could not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so as of late, Alexis would come to me saying, mom, you really have to try out this book. You, I think you'd like it. I, you've got to read it for me, and then we can discuss. And so we started discussing books, and next thing you know, it became this whole thing where we're sitting there reading together for hours on end and then having, you know, hour-long talks. So we decided why not introduce all of you to our discussions. Mm-hmm. I mean... Might as well record it and share it with other people who have the same love as reading instead of just stealing all the conversation for ourselves. Exactly. Okay, so you did your introduction. I'm Alexis. I kind of stepped on your introduction. I'm her daughter. And yeah, I'd agree. We, I've always loved reading. I have a very specific memory of when I was really little. I was reading Junie B. Jones early in the morning. You guys, you and dad come into my room. I'm like, mom, I'm reading a chapter book. I'm such a big girl. And like, ever since then, I've just loved reading so much. And that's always kind of been my thing. You know that, I know that. And so yeah, I just, I always love talking to her about it. And my mom and I have very similar tastes in books sometimes. So that's why I would always give her books. I I love this book, so you have to read it so we can talk about it because I know you're going to like it. Exactly. And yeah, that's always should become our thing. So now right. that we're done introducing ourselves, you want to get into the book? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I have something I want to say right off the bat. 
So I love Marissa Meyer's books, and I've read every single book that she's ever written multiple times. Same. I, don't, I haven't done multiple times, but I've read all of her books and really enjoyed them. Fake fan. <laughs> anyway, so the thing I noticed right off the bat is that this, so far, is the only book that she's written that's in first-person point of view. Every other book is in third person. Did you notice that? I did not. Maybe because you're not a true fan. Maybe. But, yeah, and I personally believe that it's because it, we're really getting into Prudence's head and, like, we're understanding her distorted view of Quint. And the only way to really understand that is to be in her head and not, like, from an outside. I think, honestly, Marissa Meyer must have known that if she did not give us first person, we would have all just hated her and thought Prue was just a bitch and never... I really... still think Prudence is a bitch! Right, but I think... Knowing more about what her thoughts were and who she is as a person helped her become a bit more relatable to mm. the reader. A more sympathetic character? Yes. Instead of just being a bitch? Yeah. Because she is a bitch! Uh, she, I have a note here from reading. I love how Rue is really kind of a bitch. Kind of? <laughs> yes. I, I was love, trying to be nice. <laughs> I love how it seems like we're all this like adorable mother-daughter podcast. No, we're just swearing right off the bat first episode. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, this is going to be an explicit podcast, so like... Sorry. Eh. I'm from the south side of Chicago. I learned to swear before I was walking. <laughs> and then you taught that to your children. What a good mother. Yes, exactly. At least she reads with me, so it makes up for it. Yeah, I have so many notes, and so I, I had this, I was taking notes by putting sticky notes in my actual book, because I was carrying it around me with school, and so to get around in case a teacher checked my book or read over my shoulder when I was taking notes, I never said Prudence was a bitch, I just put like a fraction of W over B, itch, so it's like she's a witch, but a bitch, because I was like, I was scared that teacher would see me with the bitch, even though I'm in high school, I'm still scared of getting in trouble but i also have that note right off the bat we can see that prudence is a controlling bitch when she is talking about quint erickson is the worst she cannot like and what kind of name is quint it's a good name but i was like where did that name come from did you not get the reference i didn't initially no did you not look at marissa meyer's like pinterest no because Marissa Meyer, she has, so for every, like, book that she writes, she has her Pinterest boards. And so beforehand, I was looking through it, and there was a lot of stuff for Jaws. So I might or might not have watched Jaws before reading it for the first time without right. telling you. <laughs> then I you saw scream and cry. <laughs> Shut up! That story is never going away! Alright, listeners, I have to share this story since Jaws is coming into play. When Alexis was a little girl, we went to... Orlando, and of course we went on the Jaws ride before the Jaws ride was no, removed. There's, there's more. There's more to that story. So I was terrified. I still am terrified of any roller coasters or rides, and I did not go on any of them. I was just waiting outside with my dad. And so finally, this was like our last one we were gonna go on. It was a boat, so I was like, "Oh, it's not gonna be scary," but it's Jaws, and I didn't realize that my tiny brain. How old was I? I was like five. Yes. You can't give me too much crap for that. I was so little, and so I was so determined to go on a ride and be brave but she went ballistic on this ride screaming hysterically 
to the point where like the rest of the people on the boat are looking to see what is going on because they did not understand why this little didn't girl they had to stop terrified. the ride. No, they didn't stop. Okay, because I thought Ancestry told me that they just stopped the ride. No, 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 no. Okay, but it was it was hilarious. So yes, I'm never gonna live that down. Alexis, when I was reading this book, I was thinking about her fear of sharks. And the whole Jaws tie-in. And I was like, oh, Alexis is a little bit like Prue. Not a bitch, but just characteristic I mean, I am a bitch, but... No, no, you're not, sweetie. But anyways. But so... Jaws. Quint, I did not catch that. I did. I caught the reference. Well, you cheated because you looked at her boards. Well, that's not cheating. I didn't have the book with me. I was preparing for the book. A true fan prepares. Same way I'm going to be looking at her Pinterest before Gilded comes out on November 2nd. Yes, I have the dates memorized, but yeah. Okay. Speaking of sharks, would you ever no. eat no. shark? No, that's like the most disgusting thing. It ever. is. It's also inhumane. Yes, but I was like, I am never eating shark fin soup. Ugh. Yeah. Also, nope. Pr- Prudence is also super whiny, cause like it's she's annoying. I have to say though, like I really enjoyed her. Like, it's just 10 minutes of your life, and then it'll be over, and then you can move on. Because I'll say, like, reading about her prepping for the the presentation gave me anxiety. Like, that I'm not a big public speaker. Mm -hmm. I don't like talking in big crowds and presenting and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. So, like, I totally related to her in that. And reading, like, how she talked herself through that anxiety, I was like, that is so good. Like, I can actually use that in my own life. Also, like, despite not liking Prudence, I mean, it's also kind of relatable when she kind of was... Because I, I feel bad for both sides here because, like... It sucks to have a partner not show up or, like, not do work in a project. Yeah. Because, like... And let's be honest, people. Group projects are the worst. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. So, I've been on both sides. (laughs) Like, Prudence definitely needs to kind of give Quint the benefit of the doubt. But also, like... Not knowing what we know, it, it does kind of feel, like, shitty to be putting so much effort into a project and having no effort received because i've been in group project with that you've helped me through a group project where i've been yes. crying my eyes out because i've been relying on them and i have no idea if they're going to do anything and it's just like i'm going to get a bad grade and i'm going to fail my class and so i understand both sides so despite prince being a whiny bitch i kind of get her yeah exactly also the moment when she throws the like tries to go back to mr chavez and she was like thanks for awesome teacher I was just like, what a sucker. <laughs> and then like, the teacher was having none of it. He was like deadpan, like straight face. He was having none of it. Yeah. And I was like, what a good teacher. Exactly. Because <laughs> she was just trying to be a suck up and it was annoying. Okay. Also, I wanted to say her reaction to Quint seems so over the top that again, it made me question like the unreliable narrator thing because it's like, I, it only, it only took me to, this is my second time, or, not second time reading, but third or fourth, honestly, rereading this book, and I still never questioned the unreliable narrator thing. Like, I never thought about the whole first person unreliable narrator thing until this time I'm taking notes on it. I knew Quint was a good person, 
but I never questioned the fact that she's just so, like, over-the-top hating him that it's kind of like, yeah! Was that because she really did have a crush on him? No, she, mm -mm, I don't think so. I don't know. And then, major foreshadowing about the instant karma power, because, um, it's when she's, like, imagining all these different horrible things happening to Quint, because, like, it also foreshadows the fact that it doesn't work on him, Mm -hmm. because she's imagining all these horrible things happening, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, So, like, it's both, like, foreshadowing the power and also, like, not working. And needless to say, the presentation goes horrible. But right? Prudence seems like an awful person to have to work with. Yeah. Control like, freak, control freak. I've control been freak. that kind of control freak person, but never to the level of prudence. Yeah. So, like, it's just like, ugh. It was doomed from the start. Also, it's also with Quint's thing of, like, getting up and, like, talking about the whole, like, ecotourism, having a from the environment, it shows that he actually does care. More so than Prudence, even, because, like, yeah, he cares about the environment, she cares about it great. So it kind of, like, paints him off better than her. She do- it, and, like, we're still in her brain, and even, like, she can't see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it's also when she was, after getting back to their table, it was also just hammering in again that... He does want to help, but she will not let him. He's trying to help, and she won't let him. So we're kind of, like, seeing, like, there's more to this story than just him being a lazy slacker than the way Prue sees him. Anyway. Yeah. So they go, They she goes to hang out with her twin brother, Jude. And Jude the dude? Yes. And her friend, Ari, at a cool place called Encanto. Right? Or how would you pronounce it? It was in Conto. I, I listened to the okay. audiobook. Rebecca Solaire, okay. queen of audiobooks from Marissa Meyer. Anyway, why couldn't I have a cool hangout like that? I know! I wanted something like that! I mean, the, just listening to the description of that place, it sounds like such a fun place to hang mm-hmm. out. Also, and I also want to in a small town. You know, like when they just have like, a group of people. Free that- chips? And pop. Okay, real quick, I'm gonna backtrack because this is something I really wanted to take note okay. on. Um, that moment when Prudence pulls out the extra copy of the report to hand in because Quint didn't do it, and she knew I, I have so many mixed feelings about that because like, both sides are right in the situation. Usually it's Quint's right and Prudence just being a bitch. Yeah. But like, both sides are genuinely right because she should have sent him a text. Yeah. To like remind him, but also. It's not her job to do that. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, she shouldn't have, like, I would have done the same thing. I, first, I would have sent a text, though. I would have sent a reminder, like, hey, are you going to do this? And if not, I would have done the same thing. Exactly, I would have done it. Because but, I'm the type, I would have been too anxious to get a zero, so I would have made sure. But I still would have sent a text beforehand, yeah. because he at least deserves a chance, you know? Exactly. So, both sides are genuinely right in this situation, but, like... It's just, it's so difficult to kind of know what's right and wrong for this point. Okay, and now I'm going to go back to where you were. Because, again, I have a lot of notes. Because, like, I might post a picture on our Instagram of all of the notes I took in this book. Because I think you should. It's colorful and pretty. Yes, I think you should. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, they're at Encanto. Mm-hmm. Ari does not go to Fortuna Beach High School. 
she goes to St. Agnes, which is a private school. So my question is, which would you prefer? Would you have picked to go to Fortuna Beach or would you go to the private school? Fortuna Beach. Yeah? Because I don't care about the music program. Because <laughs> <laughs> I played clarinet. Didn't want to do that. You forced me to do that. I played it for four years, four and a half, five years, something like that. I don't know. And I finally got to quit this last year. Yep, exactly. Also, I want to say, in the immortal words of Daphne from Lore Olympus, when it comes to prudence, maybe you should think about why you care so much about Quint being late or Quint getting special treatment. Because it's just well, like, why do you care, prudence? That's why I was asking, does she really... She doesn't like him, but it's just like... But I think she kind of does, because that's just weird. Otherwise, <laughs> to be so obsessed uh, with complaining about somebody... It, it, it's like... It's like the Lower Olympus characters. Yeah. And Dosen, Persephone, and Daphne being like, why do you care? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, again... So, at Encanto... I'm just going to move the story forward and I'm just like going through all my notes because I am such an obsessive note taker and a lot of these are just like, okay, but this is the mood. They end up having karaoke there for the first time. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Trish Roxby? I think she's cool. She's would awesome. Like she would have been my bestie. Okay, but like the red hair, like go off queen. Yes. Yeah. I got purple hair, so I'm just like, I relate. Yes. But we get some back info mm-hmm. about Prue. And how she and I have a note on her brother used to do karaoke as kids. And then somebody made fun of Prue for being overweight mm-hmm. while she also, was Also, I just want to say, like, I love that it's, like, something that's not, like, super central to her character. It's kind of just something, like, the diversity of characters and body shapes. And, and it's still not, like, something super focused on. Like, she's not super... Upset about her body weight. No, but it's it's something that's kind of shaped her personality because mm-hmm. then she that's how she ends up becoming stage fright. But yes. it's still not like her central character arc. Right. Like it's, most stories that are centered around someone who is overweight or who is not like the perfect size zero model are often centered around the fact that they are overweight or not the ideal body type in the quote unquote words. And she doesn't become obsessed with trying to change who she is Mm -hmm. she accepts herself she doesn't think negatively about herself Mm -hmm. like she says it in her later quote that she doesn't think negatively about her curves but she also doesn't think positively about it it's kind of just like a okay i I am who i am exactly which i love i love that too and also it's just also proof that what you say really can affect people exactly but let's be honest people you pick on little kids about their weight you're an asshole true 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 (laughs) Just don't do it. If you pick on anyone about their weight, you're an asshole. Exactly. Like, why does it affect you? It doesn't affect you, so just shut the fuck up. But then, on the same token, she starts picking on Quint about his eyebrows. I know! What the hell is that? I'm like, Prue, people were making fun of you for your weight. Who are you to start making fun of somebody for their eyebrows? Exactly! (laughs) And I love how Ari's like... Like genuinely, like hurt. Like, why would you say that about his eyebrows? Yeah. He's gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. Also, I just love Quint in the moment when he like gets there and like he's just like so nice to Jude. He's so nice to Ari. I'm just like he's so cute in that moment. Like I might be falling in love with Quint. I'm just saying. Yes, but she still just hates on him, and I don't get that. 
Mm-hmm. Also, I really like his interaction with Ari because it's like the way he interacts like with Prudence is always she's super negative to him. And the way he interacts with Ari is Ari's like nice to him. And I like I love the two different like interactions you can kind of see like how he interacts with people who are, you know, bitches. Yeah. And but, it's, but it's also I like the fact that Ari and Prue have a friendship that Ari's not gonna just blindly hate somebody because mm-hmm. you know, like Prue doesn't like him. Yeah. She's, you know, she's gonna be nice and make up her own mind and decide mm-hmm. how she feels. And I think that's just a fantastic friendship. Yeah. And an example of what a friendship should really be. I like. also I really wish Prudence did not glare daggers at him. I wish he kinda joined the group because I really would have loved to see that interaction further throughout the night. Because mm-hmm. like I love the dynamic of the group hanging out with, like, Prudence and Quint. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Prudence and Quint, but, like, the group interactions are so much more fun. Exactly. Except for Morgan, right? No, okay, in this moment, no, but, in like, this moment, at yeah. the end, with, yeah. like, the very last thing when, when they we were all together. When we first meet her, you're kind of like, what is this chick's deal? Yeah, she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> and then also, yeah, I agree with Ari when she's like, oh, yeah, but he's not that terrible. Yeah. Because, like, he's not! He's not. He's so great. And like, if Prudence doesn't want him, I do. I will take him. So anyway, so Prue ends up going up. Wait, before that, I have a big question, like an actual big question. What? When the guys are heckling uh, Ari, it's before Prudence goes up. She squeezes her fist, and then the whole cherry thing happens. Is that the beginning of her powers? Because I always just assumed it was when she hit her head. But, like... No, it because, was before. Because is that just a coincidence? Because Maybe it seems it exactly what happens. Exactly. when she Because like, she squeezes her fist, and then something happens. Like, is that her powers, or is it just a coincidence, or is it foreshadowing? I genuinely I do not know. know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I always just assumed it was when she hit her head, but, like... Yeah. Is it not? Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Marissa, if you ever listen to this, hit us up. Let if us she know. Ever, if she ever responds, I might simply just pass away because Marissa Meyer is my hero. Yes. You know that. Yes, I know that. Exactly. I will just start crying and just lay on the ground and die. Exactly. Okay. Also, it's more proof that Quint is not a horrible person. Like, Prudence displays him because he throws the cherries to the guys and it's like, bada bing, bada boom. He's the cause of the instant karma. And I love that because, again, it's just, I love Quint so much, mama. I will, I would date him. Again, he's my age, so like, perfect. He's now like a 9,000 year old fey warrior. We'll get to my feelings later. What are your feelings? You have other feelings? Yes. Do you not like Quint? We'll discuss that later. No, 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 no. Right now. Do you not like Quint? He's okay. Okay, I think we might not be able to do this anymore because <laughs> how can you not like him? Well, do you want me to say right now? Yes, say it! His behavior later on in the book. You can be specific. It's all spoilers. Well, we're kind of going in order. Too so. bad. Just say Okay. It. When she gets accused... And he starts, like, going for blood. I have issues. Let me just justify it. Just one minute. Okay. Prudence goes for blood with, like, every little thing that he does. I'm not saying. Without being accused 
of without Quint being accused of stealing at least a thousand dollars from dying animals. Yeah. So it's kind of like understandable. And plus she kind of literally she acknowledges in her mind that she asked for it. Yes. But he and he have, makes up for it. I'm just saying. He didn't have to go for blood. And I just hate She doesn't have to go for blood either. Well, I agree. I wouldn't date her either. <laughs> she, I would date Quinn. Well, good for you. But anyway, back to karaoke. So somehow Prue's name gets entered. How do you think that got entered? This never answered. It's never answered. I don't know. How, well, how would you guess? I would have said Quinn did it, but Mm-mm, I don't think so. I don't think it's Quint. I don't think it's Trish. Do you think that she's like, it's basically just like, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Yeah. He asked calmly. But, Prue, did you put your name in the Karaoke of Fire? Yeah. I don't know. But The anyway, universe put it in there. The universe puts her name in, and she goes up and sings. Also, Instant karma. When she when Quint looks at her, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've definitely begun falling for him already. Marissa Meyer makes the best guys Ever. Yes. Like, I have fallen for every single one of her love interests. Except for Thorne. He's annoying. No, I'm just giving you a heart. I was about to just, like, end this right here and move out. Because you cannot not like Captain Carswell Thorne. I just know your feelings for Thorne. So I, I had know. to stick that j- jab in there. He's so mean, Mother. So mean. Anyway, so. We'll cover that when we do the Lunar Chronicles. Exactly. So, she sings and blows Quint's mind as she's up there. He was not expecting her to do as well as she did. Because she let loose. She was having fun. Mm-hmm. And then she finishes. She falls. She goes boom. He goes to save her. And she's still a bitch! <laughs> Why is she such a bitch in this moment? Like, literally, like, she goes for blood. As yes. you put it, she goes for blood. And she's like, like... Awful. Because she, she, I mean, obviously it's who she is because then they're all like, yeah, you don't have a concussion if you can use these big words and be so mean. No, because like also the fact that like Prudence is being a bitch to Quint, but he still cares about her safety. He's like, a good sure? guy. Like, he, yeah. Oh my gosh. And like, yes, why is she being so rude? He's just trying to help. Literally like, yeah, I don't. She it. needs to talk to somebody, people. She needs, like, therapy. Yes. But to be fair, most fictional characters do. Exactly. Yeah. I have such angry notes. My mom is just looking at my book, which is wide open with all of my sticky notes, and it's just in all caps, YES, PRUDENCE, YOU SHOULD FEEL GUILTY! Yes. So, yeah. If you hear flipping pages, that's what that is. I'm going through all of my notes. Anyway, she gets home, she wakes up the next morning, and you kind of meet her family. Because... I, I don't know if you've all figured this out yet, but her parents obviously were big Beatles fans. I don't get any of the so, references. Really? Hey, Jude. Mm-mm. No? Okay. So you meet all of her sisters and Jude and her parents. I mean, we've met Jude. Jude's awesome. And... Also, I would date him, too. Her? Jude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's cool. He's like Andrew, except not as mean. Yeah. So... Let me just say, 
hearing that the dad starts out the day with music. You better not start doing that. I was like, maybe I You better not start. I will not come downstairs, (laughs) eat bread with the family if you start doing that. So the dad in the book says that starting the day out with music makes you feel good and will automatically turn the day into an awesome day. I have to kind of agree because if it's a if it's your song, yeah, but none of your you songs are my songs. Our family has such vastly different music tastes. There's no way you'd find a song that everyone likes. Probably, but let's just say if I start the day off blasting music that I like, it might put me in a good mood. So if I start the day off blasting Hamilton, I'll get put in a good mood. And Hamilton's not bad, so I wouldn't. Andrew would oppose to that. And let me just say, I feel bad for Ellie. Because Ellie is basically easy. That's what I. How did Marissa Meyer write such like an accurate description description of of this toddler? Because for you guys listening right here, Alexis and her siblings are much older than her youngest sister, Izzy. So Izzy is five, Alexis is in high school, her brother is in high school, her older sister is in college. So there's nobody really close to Izzy's age, so she comes around all the time asking everybody to play with her, nobody wants to spend time playing Barbie dolls and all that stuff. Oh, dolls. And-, and so I very much equate, like, I have a note here, Prue is Alexis and Ellie is Izzy. Okay, but I'm not as but much of a bitch. Again, not the bitchy side. No, because, no, like, but... yeah, I'd get mad if she was eating, like, something I, like, was specifically had set out for myself. But also, like, I would play with her. I'd spend time with her. I do <laughs> I do spend time with her. In the mornings, like, Izzy follows me around. Anyways, Marissa, you did a great job of describing, like, family dynamics. And especially when there's somebody who's a bit younger than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I thought you did a fantastic job. Because mm-hmm. we and live the, that every single day. And the way her other siblings are described, I like the way that they're introduced. Exactly. So, great, great job. Great character development on fi- family dynamics. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have notes way far ahead because I forgot to take notes during this section. Okay. But. And I'll say. I don't know if you caught this, and I'm sure you probably did, and we're thinking, like, I'm going to hide my face when Mom brings this up, because I know she will. But I was, I have a note here, even Prue has watched the movie yesterday. God. <laughs> I have been trying to get Alexis to watch that with me, because I thought it was a really cute movie. And I'm like, oh, let's watch it yesterday, and she's blown me off every time I've said that. So. I did not, because <laughs> it's so inconsequential to me that I didn't even pick that up. Yep. So I have that note. I have a note talking about how Penny was ignoring her dad while playing on the tablet. And, <coughs> Andrew. Yes. And I have every parent can relate mm-hmm. <laughs> to the kid totally not listening because they're too busy on Huh? Her. Exactly. What? So, we end up seeing Prue do her karma thing. She goes in to get ice cream. Welcome back to our slash entitled parents, where today we see a Karen getting taken down by a cop. Or Prudence's instant karma universe powers. Yes. 
And I have a note here that Ice Cream Lady is a total Karen. Yeah, she's Karen. Also, later, like, after the whole day of, like, doing the instant karma stuff, she arrives at the conclusion that it's her way too quickly, I think. I feel like, because, like, I would never think that. I'd be like, yo, this is an awesome day. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, why would you ever immediately draw the dots? Like, hey. Well, I think... In some parts, like, she describes feeling, like, a little something. A little something, something. When she's doing it. So it might be that she gets, like, a power surge or whatever, so she figures it out quicker than, like, we would. Because I wouldn't figure it out necessarily as quickly as she did, but... Also, is it just me? Or do you really, really wish someone, like, knew about the power? I do. I do, too. Who do you wish would have found out? Jude. I wish Ari. Ari would be so much more fun with that. True. But there's... I'm a twin. I know. So... The twin telepathy. (laughs) Anyways. So she decides she's gonna go and volunteer. You don't have notes for the beach party? Oh, no. I do. Oh. Okay. Okay, well then we'll go to the beach party. So first of all, I just want to say, I think I told you this, but I totally did not read the bully Jackson Stoltz name as Jackson Slut. Like, totally did not read that that way. Uh Uh-huh. And then also, like, it's really relatable to have, like, those classic bully guys say something mean. And, like, you know not to put any value to it, but it still does hurt. Like, that's a very relatable thing. Because, like... I had a class that was literally the entire class was all those kind of, like, classically mean guys. Yeah. And, yeah, they were jerks. And, like, I knew not to give anything they said any value, but, like, it still hurts. It still hurts, yeah. So, like, I, I really relate to that. And then also, why was she being so judgmental to Maya? Maya literally said nothing. Maya was defending Jude. And all she said was, like... Very politely that she wasn't interested. Yeah. But, like, she didn't say anything mean. And so she immediately is like, oh, I'm gonna punish Maya. Ha! Make her lose her earring. Yeah. And then, like, afterwards, she felt, like, so, like, happy about the fact that Maya was about to cry. Yeah. She's not the nicest person. Again, I think she's... Alright, we kind of missed a big big detail here. What did we miss? The last day of school. Well, she got a C on her Finds out she gets a C. On her presentation, on her mm-hmm. science thing, which was like a huge part of her grade. So she asks if she can redo it. But she needs Quinn's help. She, the teacher won't take it unless they both work together. And only a masochist would work with Prudence, and I agree! She's a bitch! Anyways, would you accept the C? Oh, yeah. Or would you accept it? 100%. Because, okay, mother. After a virtual year, my apathy has gone up and my grades have gone down. <laughs> you saw that firsthand. Yeah, but... And plus, like, I would be like, if he was not going to do it, I'd be like, okay, well, what else I can do? I would not try to do it by myself, despite what the teacher said. Because, like, teacher said no, so I guess it's a no. It's just one class. It's just biology. I nearly got a C in biology. Yeah. I probably would have accepted it as well. Because... Would you have even asked to redo it? Or would you have been like, oh, well, this sucks? No, I... 
I mean, in high school, I probably probably would have just accepted it because I don't know that I necessarily cared when I was in high school. Like 80 million years ago? Yes. And back before computers and phones existed and way back when the dinosaurs were taking you to school, Granny. Exactly. This old lady was, you know, when we had to, the stone and we had to scratch into the stone, like, <laughs> tablet. Like, you know, no. But... If when I was in college, I probably would have argued to to get a chance to redo mm-hmm. it. So, well, motivations. It's whatever. Yeah. Apathy. So beach party. Beach party. Woo! Would you have gone if and, you were pro? Okay. I really related you I, saying the books and the campfire. I loved that so much. So I probably wouldn't have done that. Also, one thing I really want to say is. The fact that Marissa Meyer uses no-no words. When the girl yells, Karma's a bitch, I'm like, Marissa Meyer! I don't think I've ever... I need to reread the books to make sure, but I don't think any of the books say bitch. I'm pretty sure the rest just say damn. Like, damn is, like, the worst. Like, if that. Yeah. So, like, I was like, oh my gosh, Marissa! I didn't even catch it, so there you go. Also, I was, my note is literally, ooh, Marissa used a bad word. Says the girl who literally just dropped the F-bomb in her previous note. Yes, exactly, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got no room to talk. Exactly. Also, like, again, she connected us really quickly when she was, like, talking about all the coincidences. And I was just like, yeah, Why? but like a freak wave that still, doesn't get anyone else wet except for the guys. I'd be like, yo, that's perfect. I don't I don't get how nobody else kind of picked up that that was like really weird. Yeah. No, I would have been like, oh, that's weird, but I wouldn't have been like, oh, I did that. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm surprised nobody else did I'm that. just, I think I'm just stupid. It, no, you're not stupid. But anyway, so yeah, that was weird. Also, like, First time of Quinn's good karma is when he gets the cookie. I didn't pick that up the first time. I was like, oh, well. Because well, is it because it doesn't work that far off? Or is it the fact that he got the cookie being his good karma? His good karma. You really think so? Yeah. Okay. Because that's another question. Like, how long does it take for someone to have to get that karma? Because it doesn't work on Shauna at the very first time she tried it. So, Yeah. Also, I like how, like, even the fact that she's still being a bitch, Quint invites her to come play with them. And then also I like how she tells him to invite Jude, because, like, it's good siblings. Yeah. So she's not a total bitch. Like, she, she's trying to help Jude out there by getting him involved. Yeah, she so. may be... I have the exact note. She may be a bitch, but she's a good sister. Yeah. Except not to her little sister. Just not to Ellie. <laughs> yeah. Or Penny. Also, Prudence's new, like, like motto needs to be Prudence... Never assume because it makes an ass out of you and me. Yeah. Because, like, that's, like, a classic thing, and she needs to stop assuming. And she's also super entitled, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just a horrible person. Yeah. She's very unlikable. I, I got that from the very first read, but the more and more I read it, I'm like, I really don't like her. Yeah. Like, she gets better, but, like, she didn't deserve Quint. I deserve Quint. <laughs> Send Alexis a quint in real life because she Please. really needs it. Otherwise, I'll be forever alone. Yes. No, you won't be. But that's mm. okay. I made a theme song. So, Prue decides instead of working at her parents' 
record store that she's going to go and volunteer. volunteer. Would and you make me work at the record store if you were in charge of it? Or would you be like, no, you can go volunteer. I want you to do something that you would make you happy. So I'd be like Prue's parents and be like, okay, well, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So. I'd would you make Andrew that. work at the store? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if he had to choose between volunteering and. No. Because I know Andrew's version of volunteering would be going for like an hour and then going to bed for the rest of the day. <laughs> I volunteer to take a nap. Exactly. So, no. You'd make him work at the store. I'd make him work at the store. You see, those are the privileges of being a good kid. Yep. Exactly. I trust I me. trust you. Exactly. So, she goes to the animal rescue to volunteer. And she puts two and two together, realizing that Quint's mom... What? Okay. What if Morgan falling off the ladder is not Morgan's karma? Hear me out. Okay. Morgan, we later find out that there was actual issues with the Bluesburgers. Morgan falling is what led to Prudence having to volunteer and having to do with all the fish guts and stuff. And what if that was Prudence's karma because she feels so entitled to, like, be like, hey, that's wrong. You can't do that. So that's the universe, like, showing like, her that her karma, what she does, has a consequence. A consequence. And that consequence is what leads her down the path that helps her become a better person. So if that's not Morgan's karma, but Prue's karma. That's actually a good theory. Actually, really I'm like so that. smart. Well, I want to go that far now. Oh, my God. So you go from defending my smartness to now I have a good theory. Oh, no, you're not smart. (laughs) I didn't say you This emotional whiplash, mother. I can't deal with it. (laughs) But, yeah. So she ends up going to the rescue. And she gets to volunteer because Morgan has fallen off a ladder and broken her leg. And so they're down and they need help anyway. So Mm -hmm. otherwise... Quint would have gotten out of having to deal with Prue, but... Like, I genuinely feel bad for Prue. Or not Prue, Quint. Yeah. Because Prudence is such a bitch in that moment. Also, another thing I want to bring up is, remember how I brought up Marissa Myers' Pinterest? Those posters that she saw were on the Pinterest. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Too funny. And Prudence's dress was on Pinterest at the very end, like, when she went to the gala. Oh, nice. And, like, all the red lipsticks and, like, Maya's earrings. So, check out the Pinterest boards. Well, I have to do that. Yeah. Also, like, I genuinely love Quinch going off on Prudence. Because like, she so deserves it, but it's also kind of like, get this into your head. She's so entitled in that moment that she thinks she deserves to have this... Opportunity. Opportunity. And he's just like, no! Yeah. I just, I love it so much. Alright, can we just say Luna? <laughs> I love Luna. Lennon Luna, though. Like, no, but we haven't met Lennon yet. But but... Lennon and Luna are the best ship of the book! Yeah. I ship it. So, Luna gets introduced to Prue. She's one of the seals. Sea lion? Seals? Sea lion. I think. But anyway. I don't remember. I need to reread this again now. Whatever she is. So she's one of the animals at the rescue. Mm-hmm. And she's really adorable, and I love her. And yes, her name is Luna, after Luna Lovegood. I Harry love Potter. that, because Luna Lovegood's my favorite character. Yes. 
So, mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts, Luna. Also, yeah, just, like, this whole situation just really makes me not like Prudence. Like, there's so much that doesn't make, like, that makes me not like Prudence. Also, literally, like, look at this. I have a drawing on my posing, which is just crying, which is, I love Quint so much when he's talking to Luna. Like, what's happened, girl? You weren't supposed to come back. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Quint, I yeah. love you. Yes, he's very good kind soul but he is a kind soul okay food prep would you yes you would have no problem doing no, that no problem mom i'm a very like i am not squeamish at all i might be bothered by the smell yeah but i would be so done to do it if i had gloves on as long as i had gloves on i'd be fine with it okay you cannot pay me enough money no, in the it. world to do the food prep for that but <laughs> I nope. would do it. Gross. Fish smoothies? Blah. Nope. <laughs> Mom, the only thing that gives me pause is eyes. But, like, you're not doing anything. You're not, like, squishing the eyes. Blah. No. So, like, I, I'm fine. <laughs> Gross. I know. How about Prue getting hit in the head with the broom? Again! It's just that it's showing her... It's trying to get the thought into your head. Girl, you are the asshole. It's like, welcome back to r slash am I the asshole. Yes, you are the asshole. Exactly. <laughs> what is karma trying to tell you, girl? Like, get it into your head. You are an asshole. Quint is actually a good person. Yes. Because why was she able to connect the dots so easily? Oh, I have karma powers, but not connect the dots. Hmm, they're not working on him. They're giving him good karma. Maybe it's because he's a good person. Yeah. Also, how is she incapable of giving anyone the benefit of the doubt? Because she's mean. She's a bitch. I have a note here. Prue has to argue about everything. I know! Everything. (sighs) Just like... But Quint trying to tell Prue that her performance was good was so painful... (laughs) Kind when, of re- when they were at the the place when they were in Kanto together? Yes. Oh my gosh, are you already up there? Yes. Going past the good costume jewelry notes, because like good foreshadowing. Yeah. Quint has a point. Why does she Okay, yeah, this is actually a big question for my mind. Why does she go to look to hurt people? Like she knows she has this power. Why does she look for people to hurt? Yeah. Like, if I had that power, I would. I still wouldn't really want to do it. Because I would feel guilty. Because I would still be like... She's got anger issues. She does! Like, why does she actively search for people to hurt? Like, just like, ugh. And then again, why not give him the benefit of the doubt when he arrives late? Like, you know now he actually takes his job seriously working at an animal rescue center. Then you try your karma thing, he gets 20 bucks, and she's still a fucking bitch! Yes. Yes. Because she is... A bitch? No, she's too stuck in her own head. And she doesn't go beyond herself. She's entitled. She's a bitch. Yes. Also, I love the fact that Quentin's like... Yeah, I know, but just for once, it'd be nice if you didn't assume I'm an asshole. Because I was like, that is exactly what I've been saying this whole book. Yeah. Page 143, man. Like, you gotta say this earlier. Exactly. I've been saying this since page one. Mm-hmm. 
And he, let's be honest, otters, you'd be saving otters too, right? would 100% be saving otters too. I would totally be late for otters. Exactly! The baby otters! And then also, like, it is Prudence's fault too, the fact that he was a horrible lab partner. Because, like, yep. she just... How did she not connect the dots? Like, she waved him off when he tried to explain himself. Like, why do that? Like, why not even give him the chance to explain? Mm-hmm. Like, and I say, what a bitch. And again, communication is key, people! Yeah. That is my catchphrase. I have another podcast, and that's the thing I have to say pretty much every single episode. Communication, communication is, is key. My hands hurt from clapping so loud. So, they end up going snorkeling. <laughs> and... Quint invites her. She doesn't want to go, but he wants her to go because he thinks it's important that she sees what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on this whole, it's almost like a date, but it's not a date. And... It was so a date. He was Snorkeling. So they were so into each other. Totally a date. It was so a date. Totally a date. So and I was going to ask if you thought the same thing. It was a date. Obviously you do, so it's a date. I would go on that date. That would be the perfect first date, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And I love that whole snorkeling like afternoon. I thought that was really well done. And I really wish the that, sea turtle and, you know. I really wish that she went with him to go get the tacos Yes! <gasps> Why would she not do that? I have a note here. A guy asks you to grab tacos and you say you're exhausted? Like, hell uh, no! You go get fucking yes. tacos! You go get the tacos, Also, girls. I legit have a note in here. Like, Prudence is literally Meg from Hercules. No chance! No way! I won't say it! No, no! Yeah. Girl, if you don't want him, I do! Exactly. Because, you know, I mean, really? Although I can see you doing that. Being saying I'm tired? Yes. No! I want fucking tacos! <laughs> also, wait, where's the tacos from? That's what you would ask. <laughs> Where are the tacos from? Also, my other question is, how does she not connect the dots that Quint takes the photos after he legit goes and takes the photo of the sea turtle? Like, she doesn't connect the dots right there. I'm like, are you dumb? Yeah. Yeah. Again, she doesn't think beyond herself. What? Oh, bitch. I'm sorry. I'm saying that so much, but it's so true. Also, the fact that she was a Coriolan shirt, she is so crushing. Like, that's what you do. It's like you, you they give you something and you just hug it because it's like them. Yeah, no. You've never done that? I've never been given a shirt by a guy before. You've never, like, stolen a guy's hoodie? No. You've clearly never been in a good relationship then. I've gotten a guy's, like, letter jacket in high school before. Okay, I then you, you have it, it, like, it in the cuddle. No. Like, you don't, like, what's wrong with no, you? I'm not a cuddling kind of girl, I guess. Like, I'm know. just, like, imagining that, like, I'm going back to Little Olympus, Persephone with Hades' jacket. No. No? No. No? No. You're something wrong with you. Yeah. Also, like, when she was eating with her family... The burgers, I love how she's taking a second to, like, actually think about other people's opinions. Yeah. I have a note here. Do you think about where you your food comes from? No, because then I get sad. Yeah. I wouldn't have. I, I'd be like, 
I'd be like most of the people. I'd be like, okay, I'm good. I, I don't, don't want to know. I don't want to know because it tastes good and I'm very picky eaters. So if I think about it, I'm just not going to end up eating anything and I'll just be starving. Exactly. And the animals can eat me because I'll be dead <laughs> from starvation. And, like, I like how, like, she just actually thinks about other people's thoughts for once. Yeah. She starts changing and realizing that the world goes beyond Prudence Barnett. Yeah. Also, the moment when they're talking with the baby otter, and yeah. it's so cute! Yeah. And just their banter I, and their flirting. I have a note it. here. What is it about otters? <laughs> just right? like the, the scene when Finding Dory when they're just like cuddling each other. It's yeah. just like, <laughs> Okay. But he goes on. They get in a little argument because mm-hmm. Prue's being Prue. She's being a bitch. And he tells her, you are the problem. And I was like, ouch. But it is real. Yes. Like he, it's true. She has a point. Quint has a point. Yes. So I'm legit pointing to my notes that say Quint has a point. Because like... But anyways, she wouldn't let him do anything. But they're fighting. And she tries giving him karma again. And what happens? She gets a paper cut. She gets a paper cut. And what does Quint do? Gets her a band-aid. He gets her a band-aid. He's a decent freaking human being. And yet she's still a bitch. So, you know, he's... And I said I don't like him as much because he does do something further in the book that really bothers me but i mean he's a decent guy like he if you brought a guy home that was like quint i'd be okay with it because he's you wouldn't be ecstatic if some guy serenaded me with karaoke you wouldn't be like oh welcome to the family no actually and i have that no further on so we'll talk about it but anyways so, also, I love the communication of the apology when, like, they're talking about the thing afterwards, and he actually, like, apologizes to her, and she apologized to him, I'm sorry I didn't trust you. Yeah. And then, like, you're my team, although, although I target him, you're the designer, so I guess it's your call. And, like, she apologizes, and she actually, like, learns from her mistake and lets him do something. Right. So, she's learning, people. I did not she's growing as a person. I totally did not just drop my precious book. Yeah, you did. But then anyway. Shh, they can't see it. Okay, so you want to skip towards the... Um, so, they start setting up to do a beach cleanup. Mm-hmm. And the day before, they're there trying to pass out flyers. And there is... Ezra's a- helping and Ari and Jude. Again, their group is so good. Yeah. But anyways, a sea lion gets beached. And let me just say, reading that stressed me out. It did. It stressed like, me out too. Like, I'm picturing, like, this sea lion on the beach, like, drying out and almost dying and everything. I don't know how she kept it together. The thing I couldn't do with the eyes, the, with the yellow stuff coming out of the eyes, I couldn't do with that. And was... let me just say, when Quint comes over and takes over... That's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's kind of creepy though, because like he's my age, and I'm not. I'm trying to be. When I read, I try to put myself in that person's mm. thing, and that would be very attractive to me because <laughs> also like Prue actually has a good business moment when she like gives the whole speech in front of all the people. 
Yeah, she does a great job. And also, I love how Quinn just keeps grabbing her hand. Yeah, he likes her. He totally likes her. He does. He does. Also, I ship Ari and Ezra. Same. Mm-hmm. Totally ship it. I ship it. I I like a guy. I like a girl in uniform. Like that's when I started. I was like, I ship it. I ship yeah. it so much. Then also, like, I love how Quint stands up for Prudence when Ezra's being an ass. Yeah. Because, like, he knows, like, he can tell that that's touching a nerve. Because he's had that same experience. So he actually stands up for her for once. And I'm like, oh, stand up for your girl. Mm-hmm. Also, I love Prudence's dad's character. Yeah, he's cute. He's awesome. I love him. He's kind of like you, except a dad. <gasps> Welcome, Alexis friends! I made cookies! Yes. He would make cookies for my friends. That's right, he would. And so that's why he's, he's a good dad. dad. Also, again, why is she so pissy at Maya? She's jealous. She's jealous of this She's beautiful jealous girl. jealous of Maya. Plain and simple. That's why she it's was like, so why? crabby with Maya. Because, like, she, she's genuinely nice to Ari, to Jude, to, like, everyone. Except for Clint and Maya. No, 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 I meant Maya's oh. nice to everyone. Oh, Maya's nice to everyone. No. Yeah. Never and mind. then, also, the moment when Prudence's family meets Quint is so adorable. Yes. The way he is with Ellie and, like, talking with everyone. It's just like, oh, my gosh. I and he admits, it. like, he wishes he had siblings. So. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, next note, I love how they're actually a team when they're doing the beach cleanup. Because, like... Mm-hmm. They actually make a good team when they're being a team. And yes. I, I love that team dynamic from them. Because, like... Agreed. It's just so, so freaking cute. And, like, yeah. When she gives it a chance, it's... It's actually cute. And it has such great moments. And, like... Also, like, when they release the, the sea lions. And it was just so cute. And I was just imagining it. And I was like, oh, the baby sea lions. I need to be there to see a I know. release someday. Also, okay, this pisses me off. I'm skipping forward a lot because, like, we're running out of time. But, like, why the hell does she get into the pen? Is she trying to get in trouble? (laughs) What what the hell is that? Well, my thing was, like, her putting her hand in the jar of money. (laughs) She should have freaking told someone because like okay why not talk to rosa if she was gonna take the money already just talk to rosa yes because she was saying before that rosa would feel bad and give the money back so why take it yes and i that makes no fucking sense my anxiety it went through the roof went through the roof because i said it's gonna come back and bite her in the ass yeah it gave me such anxiety to read her putting her money her hand into the money because she Mm -hmm. was Gonna try to get Maya's earring back. back. So talk to Rosa. Yes. Don't just freaking steal the freaking money. Like, right. what was the logic in there? Like, there was no logic. There's no reason to steal it. No. Okay. So, also, when Morgan is fighting with uh, Sean about the boots, that's, that's such foreshadowing. And I totally, that is, okay, major spoiler here. I mean, again, Shauna. Ends up stealing money from... She was embezzling the money. That's why the business was almost out of business. Yes. And from the uh, rescue center. So this moment here when she comes in with the snake skin boots. Is that when you realized it? That's when I realized I it. 
And we're so like, stupid on my first read. Mm, this girl's shady. Shady. And sure enough, like we learn later on. But big deal here. Luna meets Lennon, the sea lion that mm-hmm. they save from the beach. And that is the cutest thing ever. I, think. I know. Because like- me, that was like. And I'll say it right now, this is my, that was my favorite moment in the book. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite part of the book was Luna and Lennon. Meeting. I ship it. I ship it so much. They're my favorite But how couple. is that your favorite moment? My favorite moment's coming up when they're, okay, they're working as this team to try to get, like, the donations for the thing, and they're finding a place, a venue for their gala. Also, I don't want to go to a gala, Mama. I want to go to a gala. I hate galas. Okay, but also, do you think that Quint was just, like, trying to get for an excuse to to take for into the movies? Yeah, because I just like the snorkeling was a date. Yeah. This was a date. This was an excuse to take for the movies, because, like, at the end, like, he's, like, do you have to do this right now? Like, we can call tomorrow. And, like, that was just an excuse to go to the movies with her. Yeah. Honestly. And it was so cute. I love it so much. And then the storm happens. And they go, like, again, I always say, this is such a date. And, like, they go to the storm. And, like, oh, my gosh. They go to the rescue center. And they just have- So they're at the rescue center. And she was busted with the envelope from Maya's grandma. Or mm-hmm. for Maya's grandma. Well, and her family's cash. And her family's cash. So, like, I I have a note here. I would have told him mm-hmm. right then and there. She was so stupid was for so not stupid. telling her him. I'm like, this is going to come back and bite her. Because she should just say, hey, you know, my parents sold stuff at a pawn shop. And this is their money. And, yeah, I totally took this. And I'm sorry. And this is why I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm so concerned about this and explained about the whole airing issue. Communication and is key, people. Yes. So. Because, so like, that would have, like, gotten rid of so many of her problems in the future. Exactly. So they're at the rescue center. Power's gone out. You know, they're having a really cute conversation. Yes. And checking on all the animals, making sure everything's okay. And next thing you know, he tells her she's not, not beautiful. Also, and I just thought that was so cute. I have a note here. I don't remember if I said it, but he showed up in the towel simply to get her reaction. Yes. That was all he was trying to do. He was just trying to get a reaction out of her. Because, like... Why else would he just show up, like... Because like, he Look was, at me, I'm hot. I know! <laughs> and then he calls her not, not beautiful. And then he kisses, kisses her. her. I and ship it, it so cute. much. And she goes and kisses him back. Mm-hmm. It's I'm also, like, I'm so happy that he, like, took a step back to make sure everything was okay. Yes. With he didn't her, just like, push things on. And he let her take that next step, which mm-hmm. I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just, and then their conversation about like when they first started wanting to kiss each other and like and he admits he wanted to kiss her after karaoke karaoke and yes. just like also when she said the snorkeling and just, it was... yes 
so cute. And, like, the fact he was like, I knew you were into me! And I was yes. like, I knew that, too. And we all knew it, Quince. It's not rocket science there. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So then the next morning, you know, she thinks she's on cloud nine. She's so excited. And I have the there. perfect note for this. That moment when you're reading a Marissa Meyer book and everything is so happy! Too happy. Yes. And it was too happy, because... Marissa Meyer has to do something to ruin the happiness. She walks in thinking life is wonderful, and it's not. It's no wonderful. And everything's come out, so the the beachcomber woman... Came back with the whole story with the earring, and... This is why communication is freaking key! Yes, so she gets confronted about the missing money, and she tries to convince them that she did not steal it, but everything looks like she did because of... Quinn saw her in the room with her hands in the money jar, and he saw the envelope of cash, and she didn't communicate because she's a stupid bitch. Yes, so she gets fired... And, like I've said, this is the part that I don't like. Is when he goes at her and starts digging at her. In that, you know, he could be hurt. He can be upset. He can be offended. But she does the same thing. They're teenagers, Mom. Teenagers do this. Yeah. I understand. But I still don't like it. I know. But not... No one's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Yes. So, she's upset she's fired she goes and cries and asks if she's a good person which is actually a good question because like that's actually like it's a good like a good thing in her like thoughts because like she's constantly misprudence i know what's right and wrong i am the master of the universe but now she's questioning like herself and that's like a good thing to do because like yeah she doesn't need to be depressed but it's also good to question yourself right and then we flash forward a few weeks and it's the night of the gala. And Jude is such a good brother in the he scene. He is. So her parents are still donating a basket to the gala. And Morgan shows up to Kind of bitchy, basket. but yes. And that's Morgan for you. Jude doesn't like how Morgan's talking. So he's like, forget it. You can't have our basket. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just like, go off, Jude. What a good yeah. brother. He reminds you kind of like a Rune from Crescent City. She's like a really good brother. Yeah. But Morgan's still like, whatever, you're you're awful. And she's like, it wasn't me. And then she's like, okay, well, who was it then? And Prudence figures it out. Finally, she's like, oh, Shauna. And sure enough, they start digging around and find that she had embezzled from another nonprofit and before. I have and a note here saying, did mom figure this out in her first read? And clearly she did because she's telling me this now. But I guess that was just stupid because I did not figure it out. Yeah. I'm just so trusting. I'm too trusting. Yeah. But then Morgan apologized, which is very out of character for her, and I actually really liked it. And then also, well, not out of character, but, like, good character development for her. Yeah. And so, like, that was good for her. And then, like, the whole, like, I like your lipstick. Is it tested on animals? Yes. It's so... <gasps> it was in... such a Morgan moment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then we get to the gala. And Ezra is the audience in this moment, because, like, he's just, like... <laughs> Okay, thank God, the suspense was killing me. And then Quint's like, go away. And he's like, okay, but just bring me the juicy details when you're done. That is the audience in this moment. Yes, all of us, Mm because we want the details. 
And then after Quint figures everything out, his face just goes pale. And it's this moment Quint knows he fucked up. Yes, he You did. don't fucked up. He pulled a prue. Yep. <laughs> he didn't give her the benefit of the doubt. And I love how, I, again, I really would have wanted to see this in his perspective. Because it would just be like, it would be really angsty, which I love. But mm. also be like, I, just, I love seeing things from other people's perspectives. Yeah. She's like, this would be such a good moment in Quinn's perspective. Yeah. And then everything gets kind of found out. Sean becomes a Karen because she's back into a corner. Yes. And then... <sighs> she gets busted and... The whole Prudence Quint moment. So he goes... So cute! He serenades, serenades her with her song. But it's been said so many times he hates karaoke. He's so nervous he would never do it. And he does it for her. Yes. But I truly think if that was you in that situation, oh no, I would hate wouldn't it. Like it, I would hate it. But if it was someone else, I would think it was adorable. Yes. See, me personally, I wouldn't want all the attention on me, so Neither I'd end I. up hating it more than it's you know. And also, there was a nice callback to Quint being mesmerized and Prue was singing because Prue was mesmerized and Quint was singing. It was yeah. a nice callback. And then she says that it should have been him who got the power, and I. I think it would be such an interesting concept, like, seeing, like, another, like, I think there should be a sequel where they're dealing with their next year in school, and Quint has the power of karma. Yeah. Because I would love to see how he handles that. And do you think he would tell Prudence? Absolutely, I think he would. I do, too. like, Prue, what is going on? This is going on with me. I think I need a doctor. It would be like that thing in Happy Death Day 2, where, like, the guy is, like, has a happy death day, and she's like, oh, shit, that was happening to me. I can help you now. Let's figure this out. Yeah. And so I, I love the idea of, like, Clint having the power. So Marissa and I are getting on that. After you finish Gildan, a Renegades sequel, because I need that. Then you can start writing the sequel. And then I we get to the very end when they're all together at their table. And I love that dynamic so much. Yeah. Because it's just, like, their group is so group. cute. And then... They're just so cute together. But the one thing I have to say is... One thing that we missed here... I love that Maya gets her earring back, mm-hmm. but I also love that... It's not Prue. It's not Prue who gave it back. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't do it for her self-recognition or anything. So, I thought that was a really great way to resolve that whole thing. So, I think that's about it for us. So, do you want to give a star rating about the book? Yeah, I'd say it's a solid four star. I would agree. I... It's very hard for me to give five stars, but I'd give a four star for this book. I really enjoyed it. What was your favorite part? I said, I think my favorite part was when they were snorkeling. And And Lennon and and Luna. What was your least favorite part? My least favorite part was when Quint was being mean. Okay. So my favorite part was either the Jaws movie date Mm -hmm. with the whole like aftermath or the snorkeling. Because I just, I love that sappy content. And then my least favorite moment was pretty much every time when Prue was being an annoying bitch. Yeah. True. And I, yeah, I give it five stars. So I think that's it for this I episode. I four stars. Four stars, same difference. Four yes. stars, sorry. Well, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at motherdaughterbooktalk or you can contact us through our email, momdaughterbooktalk at gmail.com. And you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Hope you join us next time. Bye! Bye.